Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! John He's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Fairway Finders. Welcome to episode number eight. Uh, on this week's podcast, we are joined by special guest Craig. Craig, how are we doing? I'm good. I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, a bit unexpected, but yeah, again, thanks. Yeah, no, well, so thank good to have you. Just yeah, to yeah. Craig has a really good podcast with a mate of his, Jamie, called the Chasing Pearls podcast. Yeah. And the lads do a very good job in, in picking winners and um, in doing previews. And they're way further down the track than we are. Um, and it's always good to just, like, the Twitter community is, is actually class. Because now there's a bunch of guys that we regularly sort of chat to who we just have connected with because we have this mutual love of golf and, you know, you know, having a, you know, having a five rich way and a golfer and this sort of stuff. And it's cool. Like that, this is where like kind of really cool communities are born out of. So um, it's class to have you lot on me. Um, yeah. Pleasure. The crack is, this is always good fun on this podcast. Um, and we always try to keep it that way. Exactly. Until Donnie starts talking and we all just switch off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I, had the, when I had them, sorry, when I had them on my show, I was like, uh, you can shut up now, Donnie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can just mute him on this one, so it's all right. They made the BBC, all right? I am Fairway Finders. <laughs> so, he, so he says anyway, but he, yeah. he's had a few good results, to be fair to him, so we'll, we'll keep him. So, yeah, yeah so just because you don't have anyone else. Craig, exactly. you're actually interviewing from my position as a full-time member. Of yeah, Fairway. pretty much. That's it. This is like, uh, <laughs> this is a trial run. Should you should you choose to accept it? I wouldn't. These lads are arseholes. Yeah. <laughs> me off every time we go live. They're really nice to me off air, and then yeah, yeah. Then the second we click the old record button, it's like yeah, a few cans start going down, and then the abuse <laughs> comes out for Donny. Uh, he's a fucking dub though. So in fairness, um, it's like a pile up. It's like a pile up in it against Donny. We're, we're all against him. So. Sometimes yeah, it is. We're all nope. against him. It's because I'm a fucking dub. You want to sit here the abuse that I got when I first moved over to Canada to these fiends, all these boys from from Glorious Monster, and they're like, Monster. we're not letting this lad from Dublin into our fucking crew, you know? Yeah. I had to, cl- I had to climb over walls of hate. I know, and then we fucking let you in, and then Sean and, and more are now, so we're in trouble, like, do you mean? But... Exactly, yeah. yeah the flu- <laughs> I'm the Trojan horse, lads. So how about we get talking about some golf, boys? Yeah, yeah. Well, we have the the Olympics has started. To be honest, didn't even realize that it had even started. There's so little, there's so little about it this year. Or is it just me? That's not, it's very not the same buzz. It's not. It's yeah, sure not, not the same it's weird. Like, um, you've like you've like athletes pulling out due to injury, due to COVID. I'm sure we'll get on to John Ram testing positive for what, like, the fucking eighth time in like four weeks or something. Is it? Jesus Christ, that man. He probably has his get, own special strain now. He, he needs to go get fucking vaccinated, that man. Jesus Christ. Um, he is though now. Strong, aggressive strain of COVID. <laughs> Fiery. Um, just, just on the Olympics, did, did anybody see the start to the triathlon the other night? It was fucking hilarious. Nah. And also, someone nearly died. They had um, all the contestants, sorry, all the fucking entrants, 
all up there in the pontoon ready to jump into the, the sea or the lake or whatever. And there's a fucking prop boat that blocked half of them. So the, the klaxon goes or the gun is fired. Half will go in the water. A couple who are near the boat jump towards the propeller of the boat and nearly get their head taken off. And then there's about 30 of the athletes that can't actually jump in the water because there's a big 40 foot boat. Like they had to, so they had to call half of them back for a false oh, start. God. Yeah, I, I, if anyone's seen the video, like it's absolute madness. A couple of the athletes jumped in as the like boat was trying to get out and turning where its propellers were. It was, it was also, actually carnage. No, that was when like also they then hopped on the bikes and it was absolutely pissing rain. So every time uh, like person hit like a white line, they just took a fucking hopper. I saw loads of lads taking hoppers when they when they jumped on their bikes. Yeah, it was but assume it was the same thing. Yeah. It was messy anyway. Hopefully the golf is a bit of a bit smoother start than that. No, no first tee drama or anything coming hopefully, up on. Yeah, uh, it's tonight. It's tonight our time, isn't it? Yeah, it tees off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, going back to last week, boys, did you yeah. see? Did you catch much of the the uh, PGA Tour Cam Champ getting it done? Yeah. No, no I, I. I have to say now, I actually didn't. I saw fuck all. I was at a music festival, um, which I'm not sorry about um, at all because it was great. But Cam Champ's a weird one, isn't he? Like, mm, he you never would have picked him. He nah. was missing, like, Craig, you've seen him, like, recently. He was missing a heap of cuts and very inconsistent um, kind of guy. Well, the one encouragement for him was that he was tied 11th uh, on his start before they won um, at the, I think it was the John Deere Classic, I think. Yeah. And. Yeah. And uh, and with the with the what the field was, um, people thought that triple figure price on champ might have been a good price in that kind of field. So Absolutely, I can see yeah. why. I can see why. But yeah. a bunch of winning over tickets the line. out there. He gets over the line now. Um, if he's in weird. contention, so yeah, three time winner now at the age of 26, 27. Yeah, it's pretty good companies after joining now as well. I saw something pop up on Twitter. There's only a handful of guys who won three times before the age of uh, 27. Very uh, illustrious names on there. And now he's he's one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, fair play to him. Long, he hits the ball a mile. He hit a, a tree iron about 300 yards off the, the tee on 16, I think it was. Um, so just just an animal. If he can learn to pot consistently, again, it's it's what we talk about every week, whether it's Morikawa or Grio, uh, who had a shocker last week. Oh, or, uh, shockers. Like, I was yeah. so surprised. Especially Champ. If he can just learn to, to pot, it sounds simple, but uh, yeah, he'll be bang up there yeah. again. I, I, did see nice... a stat, I did see a stat about his win that for the season he was ranked, I think he was like in the bottom, oh, like, like at the bottom basement for putting for the season and was actually oh, yeah. ranked first. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. And he's bang okay. up there for three pots as well. Three pots made all year. He's, he's if not the most, he's in the top five most three pots as well so he just he obviously figured something out uh, you got a nice place with KH Lee Donnie would save the save the I week I did that save the week that was a 200 to 1 it wasn't a full place so I only got an 8th of the odds but that was still yeah, you know a 24 to 1 winner or something Um, and it was purely just on the fact he hadn't played for a bit he was coming the new daddy bounce so um, yeah happy days works again it wasn't, it wasn't a statistic but it worked exactly Actually. yeah I actually thought it was a pretty ludicrous price considering he's already won this season. Considering that 200 to 1. Yeah, Don't get it. 100%. <laughs> but yeah. It, was, it, was a, it was a silly price. And I think 
we'll get on to our picks for this week. I think there's silly prices in the pit, and it's a really odd market this week for the Olympics because there's it a is. real there's a real gap. Obviously, the, the the notion of only being allowed each country only is allowed to have two um two golfers of a sixty man field now, aside from the states because of the world rankings. Um, so you've got there are five golfers between one hundred and two hundred to one. And there are seven golfers at four hundred to one. So there's this big golfing class. You've got a you've got a seven to one, a nine to one, and ten to one, and then you've got seven guys at four hundred to one. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is—a sixty-man field that kind of fucks it up a little bit. And obviously, Ram and Rice and pulling out this week as well. Yeah, that, the market up that a little bit. Really so. pushed, that, that really would have fucked up the the market. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, him and yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. So attractive prices last week are now gone, and it's uh, limited enough. In terms of value out there, but uh, have you got much info on the course, Donny? Do you want to give us um, a rundown? Maybe you pronounce the name of the course first. Hi. Hi. Have, have a crack. Go on. <laughs> have a have a crack at it. Come on. Well, let me Google it first. Okay, now we're gonna get this and uh, Kasuma Gaseki Country Club, obviously. Easy, Sounds right to me, yeah. Kasuma Gaseki Country Club. That was actually straightforward. You said it with such confidence that I won't, I won't doubt you. Yeah, it's like Joey, athletic fluently, you know, speak French. Uh, Yeah, a a little bit of background on the course. I don't have a huge amount, but it's like this course is anything but new. It's like I think it was founded in 1929, so its centenary is not far off, and it's, it's a, it's a very well-renowned and respected golf course in Japan. So it's hosted some big tournaments as well in the past. Um. Something that's worth noting is the 2010 Asia Pacific Amateur Championship was held here and Hideki won it. And then it held the Japan Open in 2009. I actually, I'm not sure who won it, but I think there were some some guys who were in the field this week um, that played in that one. Feel free to jump in now if this uh, does, it doesn't wrangle with you guys, but what I've read about it is that um, the sort of best PGA comparison for it is Harbortown in that um, it's not particularly long, but you need to shape shots both ways. And it seems like a lot of scoring is going to be done in your approach play. So um, originally the golf course only had nine greens. And I think actually I, I got this nugget from, from, from Craig's podcast, from the guest that was on this week about that it used to be all dual green. So nine greens doubling up with two flags and they used to have different grasses on them based on the time of year. So it was always playable. Um, so the greens are really big so greens of regulation may not be too important but more important would be like proximity to the hole um, and yeah 60 man field it means an endless amount to some golfers and to, sort of, to other golfers it's deemed as the right thing to do which is direct quote, quote from Rory on it last week yeah so. no I think you're spot on there Donny the only thing to pull you up on I think it is actually a long long golf course um, it's par 71 and I think it's 7,400 yards with two right. two power fives over 600 yards as well. It only played 7,000 in 2010, so maybe the difference. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's extended from that. So I think it's up to 7,400 and a power 71. So it is actually a, a, a big enough boy golf course. So you'd want to be, you wouldn't want to be Ches Reevy going out there this week um, is probably the, the best way to put it. So you want to be looking at guys that hit it long off the tee, long and straight, just an all-around game really, which is what you want every week, but even more so. Um, big big hitters, I think will do well. Does anyone else have any golden nuggets about uh, about Kasuma Gaseki Country Club? Nailed it again. 
no, just a couple of players in that amateur championship. Um, worth noting, Ryan Fox, he's in the field. He played the 2010, uh, the the one that uh, Matsuyama won. Uh, Satoshi Kodaira, he played as well. Established PGA Tour member now. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, to be honest. But 60-man um, field, what can you do, really? It's... Four picks. I've two here, and uh, I have two in the the ISPS Handa in Northern Ireland as well. So, um, so I, th- just, I think it, we're just delighted there's no cut, Steve, because you're leading. That's it. That's it. That's why my my confidence is through the roof. <laughs> so take take note. Right. Well, do you want to dive into picks? I will. Yeah. Go on. I'll I'll start us off then, since since uh, there's ultra ultra confidence here. So. So yeah, the, the two boys they've been uh, they've been missing in action since uh, the, the John Deere a few weeks ago. So um, similar enough to the, the Rocky uh, scene in training, but in, instead of running around the streets of Philly uh, punching uh, punch bags, I, I just have this image in my head of the two boys in some sort of remote South Korean military base, just getting absolutely. Uh, ready to go pounding golf balls so morning noon the, and night. the irony being that they're doing that training to avoid doing two years well, of training that's the ultimate irony of it uh donnie so the, the two boys are uh pounding golf balls away eat sleeping and drinking this golf course they probably know every every blade of grass on there and the two of them will come out prime ready to go finish a nice gold and silver um double so sanjay is i think he's best priced 25 to one I got him out earlier on, and uh, Siwoo Kim is uh, 55. Both of them backing him each way, and those are my only only two picks of the Olympics. Nice and simple. Yeah, listen, can I can I go next then? Because to follow that up, it's probably the most compelling narrative of the entire Olympics now. Like it is, it is like. Tommy Fleetwood is over there, you know, and he's loving the whole Olympic life and the fact he's an Olympian. He's having great crack, and no doubt he would love to go out with a gold medal, absolutely. But it's a great experience for these guys. The thing that scares me a little bit about the two boys is this isn't the kind of opportunity pressure. This is like an avoidant, like a like pressure to avoid something. Like if you could make a five footer to win something, like that's a more positive situation than, you know, make a five footer or you're going to jail for 18 months. They're two very different kinds of pressure. Um, you see, that's the thing. That's the good thing in being in this remote uh, military base in Korea that they've just been, just been knocking in five footers for fun. Well, do you know what I mean? So yeah, either they're doing don't, that. Don't worry about that. Either doing that, either they're doing that or they're hanging up like pictures and portraits of their families because they're going to be spending two years there soon enough. Well, listen, I, I really would love to see the two guys both medal. So to jump forward, my funky bet is there's a special in Paddy Power. If you want to get involved, it's 200 to one for both guys to get a medal each. For both oh, to perfect. Beat. So as in a forecast. So there's your funky bet. Very emotionally driven. But in terms of my picks, I'm just, I'm staying away from them because one, like I'll already feel gutted. Like I'm I'm on Team Siwoo and Team Sunjay this week massively. I'd be gutted if um, neither of them performed and if they did, or I'd be even worse if they got close. Like, you know, if they're not going to do it, please don't be a shot away or something. Please be, please have had a shit week, you know? Um, so I didn't pick them for this week, but I did make three other picks. So very quickly, 
I'm on Tim Cam Smith this week. He's 20 to 1. Aussie, he's just shaved AUS into the side of his mullet, which I am fucking I saw all that. about. All about it. It's um, even more ludicrous now, honestly. I love What's him. What's with the guy? What a legend. I love Cam. Is, is that the guy who wears the hoodies playing golf? Oh, that's Kevin. Well, there's a lot. There's a few of them that do it now. Yeah, it's a new now, thing nowadays. Cam Smith yeah. has the mullet brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Cam... um, and the pedo tash as well. Uh, yes, 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 true. true. <laughs> How could we so, forget that? How could you? So he's a little bit short for a normal tournament. Obviously, he's only sixty. But like you know, he's world number twenty-seven. He's had a great season. He's he won this year, essentially representing Australia with him and Mark Leishman in New Orleans. Um, he I've got some statistics on him that really back up to pick him. Um. So uh, he had a really good week at the Open, but he had a Sunday 74, which was the tied worst round of Sunday. And he fell away from the top down down to like tied 30th. But um, the interesting mentality of this week is fourth means nothing, fifth means nothing, sixth means nothing, seventh means nothing. No money, no. So guys are going to take risks and go after the golf course to try and get a medal. And Cam Smith is seventh in birdie average on the PGA Tour this year. So he's one of those guys who's capable of that. He's also first in putting averages this season. Um, I mentioned Harbortown and the similarity. Don't read too much into that, but he was he was tied ninth at Harbortown earlier in the season. Um, and then in terms of Japan, he's played in Japan three times and he's been top 20 in two of those starts. So 20, he's he was, I got him at 22 to one. He's come into 18s now. Um, it's a little bit short, but I, I think he'll have a really good chance of getting a medal um, and hopefully at the gold one. Right. So then I've, now I've got two picks that have gone for value. So one of them is Thomas Detry, the Belgian. He's yet to win, which I'm sure Craig Craig will remind us of soon. So yeah, you're taking a risk if you're backing a guy who hasn't won yet at 8 to one. But I like his form. He's been a little bit up down, a little bit inconsistent, but uh, two top fives in the last five starts, uh, lost in a playoff in Scotland just before the Open. Um, like he's 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 got great pedigree because he used to play a lot of junior golf with John Ram, um, both together and and in teams, um, and they won a lot together. Uh, and I just think the value there is massive. So. I've gotten him at 80 to 1. I can see he's come into 60 to 1 on Paddy Perrin now, but I'm sure there's still 80 out there. What just I think is madness and just makes no sense is he's in better form than his compatriot Thomas Peters. But Thomas Peters is 50 to 1. And there's 50 places between the two of them in the world rankings. Uh to, like with, with Detry being 75th, I think. Um I just don't understand that price. So for value, in terms of his form, he's another guy who hits it a long way too. Um, I like him at 80 to 1. And then the last pick I have is a Chilean, but not the one that everybody knows. Um, so I'm going with Mito Pereira, who uh, has just come on the scene. Basically, he's a Corn Ferry legend. He won back-to-back on the Corn Ferry's tour not uh, long ago. And that was his second and third win on the Corn Ferry. So that automatically gets you a PGA Tour card. So he's only played three times in the PGA Tour since he uh, since he got over the line three times in the Corn Ferry. And he was tied 34th in the John Deere. And then he was uh, tied fifth at the Barbasol that Seamus Power won. And then tied sixth last week. So playing some really, really good golf, capable of winning. And I think the fact that his teammate is, is uh, Wacky Neiman, Who's you know a top golfer? What price is Wacky? Is he like twenty twos or something? He is twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and Neiman's been in the press this week about how much an honor it is to represent Chile. 
a country like Chile probably has similarities to Ireland in that it's not expected to win a shitload of medals. So this could conceivably be one of the country's best chances to win a medal. Um, and I think, I just think that whole team vibe um, and the sort of nationalism in a real positive light that's going to come between Mito and Neiman. Um, I just really like that team room. And I just like Pereira because I got him at 110 to one. He's now in to 80s. So again, if you want to back him, get on it because I think like it's not far until the off now. But I think he's uh, he's only going to come in. So especially when and Danny goes and backs him, price be price be halved. Big fish, big big fish, of course. Yeah. So yeah, my three this week: Cam Smith for Australia, twenty twos; Thomas Dietrich uh, for Belgium at eighty to one; Mita Pereira at one hundred and ten to one for Chile. And then the funky bet is very much an emotional one, but you can get Siwoo Kim and Sunjay both to medal both to miss military service, and that's a 200 to 1 chance. Great bet. I actually have to say, Donnie, because when you started speaking there, your first two bets are exactly what I have on. So your funky bet and your Cameron Smith bet is exactly what I have. However, uh, fucked me a bit on the price because you got, what, 200 to 1 for that? It's a special on Paddy Power. Whereas specials. It's a special on William Hill, but it's 110 to 1. Oh, they're ripping you off now. Sunjay Im and Siwoo Kim both to win a medal, 110 to 1. Oh my God, that really. So, anyway, I feel bad for you, mate. Yeah, so I I thought that was a decent price. And then when you started talking, I was like, oh, cool, I'll just fuck myself here. That's fine. Um, (laughs) So, I have uh, Cameron Smith again, 20 to 1. I won't repeat just. I backing him for the fucking mullet alone. Um, I actually yes. backed. I backed the Chileans' partner in crime, Joaquin Nyman, um, at twenty-two to one. And I was looking down, and I didn't want to go too far up. Again, the market, as we've said, is is a bit fucked. It's you know to have. I think there's ten players or more who are less than thirty to one. That's very strange in like in like a golf market. Um, I thought you boys would love that with so many short price favorites. I'm surprised it's not two boys back in Morikawa, uh, JT, Morikawa, and fucking yeah, Matsuyama. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's no, a change um, of tactics. I like it, boys. It's good. Good yeah, to see. So I've gone Cameron Smith and Joaquin Nyman at, at let's just say twenties, and then I just wanted to go a bit up from that. And I saw Jonathan Vegas is 50 to 1. Um, I believe he was actually 60s uh, this morning and he's come into 50s now. So I backed uh, Jonathan Vegas at 50 to 1. And I said, yes. And my funky bet, as I've said, is Son James and Siu Kim both to win a medal at 110, which I'm getting you are. off at. Um, That's a great pick. He's Sonny Vegas, by the way. He's, he's first in strokes gained T to green since June on the PJ's tour. Johnny Vegas. Right, um, right now. Some and he came where third we, this week, fourth, Vegas. Uh, I think he was. Yeah, he's he, up there. We'll say anyway. he's first round leader. Anyway. All right, so there. That's our like shitty picks done. Um, we're going to hand it over to a pro now, member of the Chasing Paris podcast, Craig. Have you got any nuggets for us of wisdom, either in the Olympics or that other thing that's happening, which I have no interest in. <laughs> I mean, it's quite flattering, but I mean, you're far from it, mate. But I'll take it. <laughs> Romulus. 
Some, seri- um, some seriously good results from you guys all year. Like you were just telling us about your Garakego shout, which must have been a lovely price. Just day one or something like that. It was quite, quite good at the time. Oh, do. Um, but no, I'll start with. Um, well, you probably know where this is going, Donny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love them too. I'm going to start with Guido at 55 to 1. I've already said about, must have been a month ago, that he's winning the gold medal, simple as that. So I've got I've, I've, I've got to back up that confidence, don't I, and take the Italian stallion um, at 55 to 1. Um, if you take away if you take away the miscut at the Open and the tie 35th at the Scottish Open previous, he was on an incredible run of form in Europe. He's had three, three second-place finishes this season um, already. That's pretty remarkable. All that's missing, really, is a, a win, or in this case, a shiny gold medal. So, yeah, I just think um, I just think he's playing unbelievable this season. And uh, I think 55-1 to 1 is a fair price, considering the kind of form he's, he's in currently. And... Um, <laughs> He's he's one of them he's one of them players that always seems to have fire in his belly at, at, like for big events and um, I, I'd imagine being away with Italy would kind of be the, the same kind of thing as well and uh, yeah that's why, that's why I really hope he's in the Ryder Cup in a couple of years <laughs> he would be God cheering on Guido in a Ryder Cup would be brilliant. That uh, nah, he's uh, he's probably probably as you're probably aware, he's probably my favourite player right now in the European Tour. And uh, yeah, I think fifty-five to one's a good price to be honest. Um, on odds checker, so happy to take Guido. Um, no bias or that, but hey ho, <laughs> just a little bit. I'm looking. So I'm just well looking bit. at who who's who he's in company with in terms of the price range. So, and this is taken from Paddy Power. Siwoo's 40s, Higo's 40s, Guido's 45s, Narana's 50s, Johnny Vegas 50s, Thomas Peters 50s, Carlos Ortiz 60s. So, out I mean, of that, I mean, Vegas is playing well. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but as has he got uh, three, three, three second place finishes and two European Tour victories? I don't think so. So, <laughs> that's my argument. Siwoo's your man out of that group, Donny. I'm literally after the Irish guys. I, I would love, I would obviously love Shane to get a gold medal, Rory to get silver, and the two fair Koreans so, to get bronze. That would be perfect, but you know. So, between between Christian Bezadenhut at 40 to 1 and say Thomas Peters at 70s, you've got Bezadenhut, Hego, Guido, Siwoo Kim, Alex Norrin, Johnny Vegas, and Thomas Peters. There you go. It's Higo's a born winner, but Migliotzi's in the better form than Higo. Um, Bezadenhut flatters to deceive sometimes, but I still love him. Uh, he's still a top class player. Siwu, obviously, with I think he might have a bit too much pressure with the military thing. That's the only I thing just, I can. That's build. that's my worry. I I just think it's avoidance pressure as opposed to opportunity. No, he'll, be, he'll be all right. Daniel, these last Wind these last two three weeks sorted all that out. I know. I just, He's been in high tech pressure. labs in uh, in that base and just sorting all all of it out. So don't you? They'll be primed, ready oh, to go. Sanjay will uh, come out ripped <laughs> on the first uh, tee. 
<laughs> Alex Norrin is he's playing better, but he's not won in a while. And uh, Thomas Peters is Thomas Peters. He's he'll chuck five clubs in the lake and break. I worry Steelers gonna do the yeah. same. I worry Sewell was going to need military training to fish his fucking driver out of a lake. No, no, none of that stuff. Don't listen. These boys are going to be primed and ready to go, like a like I, a prize really fighter, ready for yeah. ready for the the fight night. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the second I one I wanted to so. go into. The second one I wanted to go into was well, I've, I'm on the same guy as Donny. It's uh, Mito Pereira. Uh, I just think he's playing unbelievable right now. Um, see. As Donny alluded to, three starts on the uh, the PGA Tour this season, uh, tie tie fifth and tie sixth in his his last two starts on the PGA Tour. On top of the on top of the two wins in a row in the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, he's had a whole host of top fives in the Corn Ferry Tour this season as well. In 2021 alone, he's just he just looks like a big um, a big talent coming up. Um, obviously. Obviously, you'll agree that probably Neiman's a better player just now um, with his one PGA Tour win at the Greenbrier. Um, but like, I'll, I'll I'll come out with this already. I think I think Pereira will be a better player than uh, Neiman in the future. There you go, I said it. Oof. Big but yeah, nice. No, he's, he's playing superbly, and uh, yeah, I agree. Being with Chile, being with uh, Neiman, it could be a very good team, very exciting team, and very attacking team. So yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'd, yeah. I'd be happy to go with Mito Pereira the way he's playing at 100 to one. So yeah, good price. Yeah, can't argue with that. Great pick. <laughs> and the, oh god, and the last one is 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 speculative as fuck. By the way. Uh, <laughs> is a very experienced campaigner. Um, I, I just think with the, um, I just think with it being in Japan, um, I think Ashun Wu at three hundred and fifty to one is a is a pretty astronomical price considering the vast amount of experience it has um, on the European tours and the the Asian tours. Um, I just think he's actually played quite well. Just let me get, just give me a minute and I'll quickly get him up. But he's actually playing sneakily well uh, on the PGA Tour. Um, oh, not the PGA Tour, sorry, the European Tour. I thought you were going to say Fabrizio Zanotti was going to be your <laughs> big outsider. No, he was, actually the, he was actually the flag bearer for Paraguay this ceremony. I, yeah. yeah, it's him and one other guy probably from Paraguay that are made the trip over. That were like that. Although, did anybody I'll, see Irish come into this? Of all the countries, they were the only country that came into the stadium and bowed. turned the staff and uh, yeah to the workers and bowed. I thought that was just so class. I yeah, you love a bow, don't you? Classy move. Classy move. I, I remember. I remember the first thing you mentioned about the Masters. Nothing about the golf. It was that. I just like, he's got he bowed to the, the course. I, I was like. He's Donny I love loves that culture. I think that wants love- to be pals with Donny, just bow and he's no. Um, I really, honestly, I just think that that culture of respect just just goes a long way and ticks a lot of boxes in my world. I just think it's it's uh, very classy stuff. Is that what they do in scaries? Is it? 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A quick bow. Can I, have a, can, I have a, can I have a cappuccino or a flat white and a croissant, please? And then you bow. You actually, <laughs> they put the contactless thing uh, down like near your feet, so you have to ah, bow. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. nice society so, you have up there. <laughs> so I've just got up Ashin Wu's current form, and he has made four of the last five cuts he's played on the European Tour. Um, so he missed the cut last uh, in his last start in the challenge to challenge to Espana, but that that was the week after a tie 16th at the Scandinavian mixed, uh, tie 45th at the Porsche European Open, tie 40th at the Maiden Himmerland, and tie 21st at the British Masters. That's not bad. So, I mean, considering considering he's uh, he's only missed one cut in his last five starts, I think that. Yep. And with it being in Asia, I, I, I just think that's a pretty stupid price, in my opinion, at 351. You're kind of selling me on that, to be yeah, honest. I might have a couple of pennies each way on him. Yeah. Got, like I say, he's got a vast amount of experience now on the European Tour, and he's won on the European Tour before as well. And he's, he is a good player when, when he chooses to be. He can be quite erratic sometimes, but... That, that's golf in it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I do. What fascinates me about this tournament more than anything, I'd sort of already mentioned it, is the, the, the special dynamic of the, the rewards that are on offer. Top three, this you like, you know, going out on Sunday, eight or nine behind is not going to get it done. People are going to be attacking flags really early doors in this tournament, yeah. And, yeah. and there'll be no cut as well. So, I think you could see a really low number. Someone just sets the place on fire with the butter. Um, and, and I think for that reason, it might actually be quite a good watch. Yeah, just to, just to summarise the whole Olympic event nice and quickly, if you're going to have a bet this week, all you need to do is just ask yourself one question, and that is, is my golfer playing to avoid military service in the near future? If the answer is yes, bet on him, bet on him heavily. If the answer is no, just don't, don't bet on him. Hang, We're not going to bet on anything heavy. Oh, oh, except for this week, because it, there's it's the just one of those. Stops. It's one of those narratives. You know what I mean? The Olympics brings yeah. out great stories for all, and this is going to be. So my, uh, so, so my recap of that is um, put your whole life savings, the kids fund on uh, Guido Migliozzi. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. Nah, that's it. Well, but, that, that's um, a, that's a no, Jason Pyre's recommendation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but I just think 351 is a bit, it's a bit mental to be honest. Yeah, it is a big place. Considering he's from Asia as well, CT Pan was another interesting one. I'm, I'm not going to take him, but 175 to one. You mentioned the correlation there with the RBC Heritage. He's won now. So. Yep. Yep. Not a bad pick. 175 to one is a pretty good price. Although it comes in. We haven't mentioned this yet. I, I, I think it's relevant personally. You're going to get relatively high humidity and 35 degrees for four days of golf. Um, I think that is relevant. I think guys who are from more temperate climates might actually struggle in that heat. Like, like Shane Lowry. I mean, I wouldn't like... Yeah, Lowry's going to melt. But... Yeah, but you've got... Listen, guys play... He does live in Florida, though, to be fair. So I'm sure. Yeah, so, so it probably negates that a little bit. But that, like... I've been playing golf just yeah. in Ireland recently and the humidity's been up and it's been nearly 30 degrees and I'm fucking dying. So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. If it's yeah, even enough. though um, even though Jazz Jane Watton was for Thailand, he's pale as anything. He's gonna <laughs> yeah, but he's he's um, he's done well around here before. He's he's actually quite fancied 
in certain quarters this week. I think um, he was only 14 in 2010, and I think he played quite well. That's right, yeah. So, come here. Do we want to do our not-to-wins? Yeah. We'll yeah. do our football fits. Let's do our not-to-wins. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll take... I'll take Colin Morikawa, not to win. Oh, that's ballsy. I like it. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So seven to one favorite. So Steve is really putting himself up against the gallows here. Uh, I'm gonna take Patrick Reed for the fact that he flew out late. He's fourteen to one, so he's seventh favorite. So that's it's almost cheating with the not Captain America. Big but he's only fourteen to one. He's only flown out late. Um, he's not Reed playing is, great. He's eighteen to one. I've got him at fourteens here, but um, yeah, maybe so. I just uh, I don't think he's playing particularly well, and um. Yeah, that's that's my only reason, really. And and then the, the fact he's late travelled as well. I'm gonna go Justin Thomas, which I know is probably a dumb pick. Um, but I just can't see him winning an Olympic medal. I really can't. And this is probably gonna be clipped for next week. Can't wait. But yeah, can you just say that one more time, Bruno? Say it nice and clear, so we can. Uh, it's just a bit easier to clip for next week. Justin <laughs> Thomas will not be winning an Olympic medal. And then we just in twenty twenty one. In twenty twenty one, we'll put the old caveat there. So I'm I'm not clipped yeah, yeah. in like four years time. Um, yeah. Perfect. And yourself, Craig. I I was actually going to be an odd one out, and I was going to use it on the the Galgon Castle one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but 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 if I was to say one here, it's got to be Alexander Shuffle, isn't it? Yes. Yes, Craig. He comes on to this podcast and uh, like <laughs> joins the hate of Xander Shoffley, one one of the best players in the world. Yeah, the, the, the disrespect man. for the man. The, he's nine to one. Delta to one. Nine to one. As I say, as I say, Tony Fino the second. Oof, that's that's very insulting. in the world, is he? Is he ranked number five? Think so. <laughs> for fuck's sake, that's too big of a price for you, Donny. Is it? You'd like to see him at five to one, six to one to get involved? How is that? No, but I, I think I've got a quite solid case in uh, Northern Ireland this week. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll jump jump straight over there then. So this we have a bit of a, a bit of a mad tournament to be honest going on over there. So we, it's called the ISPS Handa Invitational. Uh, and it's hosted by the European Tour, the LPGA Tour, and I believe the Challenge Tour as well. Is it the LET as well, the Ladies European Tour as well? Is there you one? go. It's the European Tour, the LPGA Tour, and the Ladies European Tour. Um, cool. So there's a huge amount. Of, I think there's 280 golfers heading to Northern Ireland this week to play oh. across two courses. So it's not, um, it's not like the, uh, the Swedish event where it's like a combined men and women uh, it's a separate men and women's event. So the, the men's event has been, a, a and the, the women's event as well, it's been around for quite a while, uh, but it's mainly been a challenge tour event. So the last three, more than that, the last six, seven years have all been run by the, the challenge tour. So this is the, the first time in a while that it's actually been recognized by the, the European tour. So it's, uh, it's actually presented by Modest Golf management which is a, a golf management company owned by Niall Horan mm-hmm. uh, and his golf company Craig I'm sure you know this more than anybody 
manages uh, Guido Migliazzi is part of uh, <laughs> Niall Horan's stable. <laughs> yeah, and on, Tyrrell Hatton as well and, and Leona Maguire are, are the three headline modest golf. It's um, his number it's his number one uh, it's his number one client, is so Leona Maguire, is it? No, Guido Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Leon, Leona twenty to one. Twenty to one to win yeah. the women's Yeah, back home as well. So it's a it's a great show, but uh, yeah, so it's held between two, two golf courses. So one of them is Galgorum Castle, which held the Irish Open last week, which is held by, uh, which was won by my headline pick, um, which is coming up in a couple of minutes. And it's also being played at uh, Masserine uh, Country, Masserine Golf Club um, as well, which is panoramic views over Loch Ney, which is uh, one thing to, to take note of. So yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a... <laughs> The uh, field is pretty shitty, to be honest. Again, there's, there's, as I said already, there's one guy that stands out for me amongst them all. Uh, I think is it uh, Andy Sullivan is the the favourite nine to one. Does anybody have the odds up there? Yeah, I do. Ten to one favourite, Justin Harden, eleven to one. Perfect. Yeah, and uh, sure. Look, while I'm talking, I'll crack straight into my. I have two picks here, but there's only one of them that I'm actually probably going to back. Uh, and that's John Catlin, who's 28 to 1. Um, so for me, John Catlin is just head and shoulders above the rest of these uh, people in the field. I think he's uh, he's playing okay lately. He's not not doing anything special, but he's he's just a guy that's kind of bubbling under the surface and a win is going to come for him sooner rather than later. Uh, John Catlin won the 2020 Irish Open at this venue, Galgorham Castle, uh, and he's back back again in a, I would say, a much weaker field playing against a bunch of, uh, not to disrespect him, but a bunch of challenge tour majority players, uh, quality players. And I think he's just, um, he's a level above all of these. And uh, I expect him to be very, very close at 28 to one. Um, so that that's also my funky bet is a each way double on Siwoo Kim in the Olympics and John Catlin um, to win uh, each way to, to win the... Um, this ISPS, which comes in at 1,300 to 1, uh, which would be a nice, nice juicy payout. And then my second bet, just to throw out there as, a, as another one, is uh, uh, Jack Senior, who won this uh, event at the Challenge Tour level in 2019. He's been playing some decent golf lately. He's 50 to 1 to win this, this particular tournament. His last two events, he hasn't been great, to be honest, but he's... Uh, he was top 10 or top 20 at the, the Scottish Open after being first round leader. And uh, I just think, again, in, in this type of field, he's worth worth chancing a 50 to 1. But for me, John Catlin, just head and shoulders above everybody else in the field. So he'll be my, my big bet of the week. Nice. I mean, that's a pretty solid double, to be honest. Yeah, I tell you, I'm loving it. Loving it. But uh, we'll see you on, see you on Sunday. Day, the day that a man gets a win double on either side of the Atlantic, or, you know, in two golf tournaments, that should be the day where you just, like, self-actualize, disintegrate into I'll the give up, yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll uh, get it. Just retire. Go go get the mortgage sorted in the morning with that one. Yeah, well, mortgage in Canada is uh, pretty expensive, Donnie, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I need to be betting big money on that to have a chance of getting a mortgage off it, but. What do you That's think of um, what do you think of Vincent Norman's chances this week? He's re- playing really, really well. Yeah, I love him. I, I think he's he's going to win soon. Yeah. yeah, and if he, if he is going to win, 
this is the type of event he's going to win. The only worry with him is that he was he shot seven under first round last week. He was, I think, he was first round leader, and then he just completely shot the bag over the weekend when uh, he was in contention. So I would worry a little bit about that, but he's just a he's just a classy player, and he's going to win sooner rather than later. But I'm, I'm I think he's I think I saw him at twenty eight to one, which I think is a bit short. I think I'll wait till he's in the sixty six to eighty to one range. I think he's good enough to win. Like, arguably, he's still a little bit green in terms. Oh, of he is. Experience. Oh, yeah. He's only he only turned pro four or five tournaments ago. So I'd say be patient with him. He's gonna he's is, gonna win, but get on him at a yeah. at a bigger price than than twenty eight. Uh, he's had uh, he's had glowing uh, glowing reviews from like uh, amateur level and stuff. Uh, he's a uh, uh, he's a very classy player. Uh, yeah. Certainly caught my eye on the first round last week, uh, shooting seven under. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And he's won plenty of times over in the college. He likes to go the, low as well. He likes to go low. Yeah, maybe keep an eye out of as him as a first round leader man for the rest of the season. But uh, in terms of outrights, I'd say just just hold fire till he's in a better field, and it's he, you can get him sixty to hundred to one. That'll be my thoughts on him. Good picks, lads. Right. Well, hopefully, um, what did we do last week? We had two places last week, so I suppose this is a new cycle. We'll try and get a little bit of momentum. Um, does anyone else have anything they want to share before we uh, adjourn the court? I think Craig has a couple of picks here, does he? You said you have one. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, just a couple of mentions really. Um, that I kind of fancied. Um, first one. Well, I was gonna go Jack Senior, but I've kind of been put off now. I don't know why. I just. <laughs> Steve said it. Yeah, listen, I don't blame you. Hang on. No, his last. His last couple of performances have been a bit, uh, a bit okay. But I mean, I can't argue if anybody was to back him there at fifty-one, considering he won it in twenty nineteen at Challenge Tour level. Uh, same could be said with Callum Hill. Uh, he won it in twenty eighteen. Um, Thirty to one was a bit skinny in it. Yeah, big time. Um, Sixty when John so- Catlin is there. Pretty much the oh, same definitely, price. Definitely, definitely. But no, the, the the one I wanted to mention uh, was is very 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 accurate player is Ashley Chester's at seventy five to one. I remember um, Chester's making a run at the Open a few years ago. Yeah, he's um, oh, a very very streaky player, but uh, it ca- it came off the back of three miscuts at the the Scottish Open, the Irish Open. And the BMW International uh, at Celtic Manor last week finished tied 18, yeah, uh, which is quite a good finish. Um, it was tied 19th at the Scandinavian Mixed and tied 18th at the Porsche European Open as well. So he's got uh, he's got three top 25 finishes in his last six seven starts. Um, when Chester when Chester weaker field, well, yeah. I mean, when Chester when Chester's gets the ball rolling, uh, he's he's a very 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 good player to watch. And I just think after the back of a tied eighteenth last week, I think um, it was a hundred to one originally, but it's been kind of cut to like seventy fives. Still think that's a very very good price to be honest on a player that that has uh, very good talent and. Um, a very good player to watch on his day when he's when he's firing on all cylinders. So yeah, it's quite. 
I don't know what you're what you guys think of Ashley Chester's, but I think he's quite a nice price this week, to be honest. I don't. I. I. He's a. He's a vague one in my uh, repertoire. I just remember him. Um, he was on a leaderboard in the Open not that long ago. I think. Did you wear a visor? He used to at least. Um, but I haven't. I haven't really seen much of him in the last, you know, couple of years. Yeah, I'm just similar enough to myself, to be honest. I don't know. Heard the like name, I'm obviously. Looking, I've seen him being punted around, but I'm looking at his stats, and he's had a second and a third in 2016, and he's had eight top tens in the last five years. So that's a little bit skinny for me. He plays, um, he usually plays kind of, well, back in Britain and Ireland quite well, usually. Um, I don't know if he, did he play the Irish Open last year? He did. Oh, I actually missed the cut. That's not a good sign, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, but, but, but when he's uh, when he's on form, he, he's he's usually in the top half of the leaderboard. And yeah, I, I, he's a player I quite rate, and is he, he ranks very high for accuracy as well. I don't know how much that is going to counter into this week, but certainly yeah. um, certainly one on the short list anyway. Um, one more I wanted to mention. Um, uh, sorry, give me one sec. I'll skin his results up. Should know them. Uh, Should know them because I went over them about two weeks ago. But uh, stage fright. You're like this is a massive podcast. You know, this is basically Joe Rogan about golf. Exactly. Except so, without Joe Rogan. Um. Yeah, so who I thought was an astronomical number for a, a boy who's seriously, seriously talented, um, Austin Batista, uh, who was a, a, a pro guest on our show about two or three weeks ago. He, he's opened up, at, uh, he opened up an odds checker at 300 to 1. Uh, you could get six places at uh, 250 to 1 on Paddy Power. Yeah, I'm looking at that here. I don't, I, seriously, I don't get it. I mean, uh, the boy is seriously talented. Um, the standout for his career so far was the tie 7th at the Austrian Open, which, funnily enough, Catlin won, Steve. So, hey. there you go. That's My man. Just follows Catlin, basically. That's a, that's a bit of horse racing form. Oh, he finished second to Catlin. Yeah. He's two yeah. shots behind him, so it should be two shots better <laughs> this time. Uh, his recent form is tie uh, 36. Uh, played a couple, uh, sorry, played a couple of times on the Euro Pro Tour, which is quite a tough, uh, quite a tough uh, level to compete at. Uh, tie 36 at the Arida Championship last week. Tied 15th at the Wright Morgan Championship. Uh, he's also played in the Alps Tour with a miscut and a tied 27. And obviously came that tied 7th at the Austrian Golf Open um, on the European Tour, which was the biggest payday of his career so far. Um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the boy's got all the talent in the world. Um, I've, actually, I've actually spoke to him... Uh, yesterday uh, and yes he seems in very good spirits and he's just excited to go and pl- uh, get the chance to play over in Northern Ireland at the Galgon Castle so could be one to watch out at a stupidly high price uh, 250 to 1 um, inside your info there we love them yeah 
He's still only a young he's still only a young lad, uh, twenty-four, I believe he is. Um he's, he's definitely one to keep an eye out in the future for sure. I'm gonna he's I'm gonna very stick talented. A, I'm gonna stick a pin in him. He's gonna be one of my follow golfers now this week, and we'll see. Because exactly. everybody, everybody wants to say that they saw the band before they were famous. Exactly. Times of red they're on out there, boys. I think he's a very, very talented player. He's uh, he's actually uh, in 2020 and 2021, he won a combined three times on the mini tours uh, in the states. Obviously, shows he's got a very good game. Uh, s- some of them were at very tough courses. Um, one of them was Silverado North, which is uh, plays host to the Safeway Open, which is a very historic course in America. I mean, pretty pretty nice to say that you've won on a historic course in america right <laughs> yeah right we're gonna have to wrap it up because because zoom is going to kick us off because we're cheap skates craig thanks so much for coming on yeah, that's great so insight when batista wins next week we're going to get hundreds and thousands of followers and we've got you to thank um but yeah absolute pleasure cheers to the boys as well sorry have we got time to quickly say that laurie Cantor won't win this week uh, yeah, so yeah, I think uh, I don't think uh, yeah, Laurie Cantor won't win this week. Shocking, shockingly, shockingly short price mm-hmm. considering he's not won on the European Tour just yet, and he's not in the greatest of form either. Um, he's he's really not been that great this year since he's came back, um, and to have to have Laurie Cantor above John Catlin in the market, madness. The Madness. brain's fried, basically. Exactly. I don't get it. I don't get it. Cons- considering Catlin's won three times uh, compared to Catlin's. At this course as well. <laughs> and at that course compared to Cantor's zero. Yeah. Uh, it's No yeah. comparison. Yeah, I think Cantor does not win this week. Yeah. And, and uh, you had a, a funky bet as well. Yeah. It is a strange one because it's actually a top 20 double on the on the Olympics and uh, and the Northern Ireland event. I know you were saying about Olympics after the medals, really, it's a bit irrelevant. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a t- top twenty double, which is two of the boys that have said already. So Mito Pereira to get a top twenty in the Olympic Games, thirteen to eight, and. Uh, Austin Batista to get a top 20 in Northern Ireland this week, 15 to 2. And that double on Skybet just pays over 21 to 1, which I think is quite nice value. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anything else from yourself, bro? Uh, No, that's all. Do you want me to go over? Do you want me to recap my my kind of picks or whatever yeah yeah do actually yeah please, yeah yeah go on sure and then we can we pretty much finish up there uh so yeah for the olympic games um uh, guido migalozzi at 55 to 1 quite set upon him um mito Pereira, i really like at 100 to 1 i think it's quite a good price considering how well he's playing and uh the the long shot of the week is ashen Wu <laughs> at 350 to 1 Nice. He's actually playing sneakily well in the European Tour, uh, and I think I think that that price is a bit wrong, to be honest, considering 
he's a winner at European Tour level and it's in Japan, just over the border. Um, yeah, I think that's a big price. And on the, was it the ISPS? Hander? That's the one. Yep. Uh, that's the one. Uh, just the just the three that I like the look of Ashley Chester's at seventy five. Uh, no, sorry, it was two that I like the look of Ashley Chester's at uh, seventy five to one, and a, a friend of my podcast, the Chasing Post podcast, Austin Batista, two hundred and fifty to one. Insanely, ta- insanely talented, and you might as well get on him. Well, he's that price basically. Ah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll have to have a few few each way on him, bro. Yeah, one one good week and that's going to plummet down. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's it. And then um, quickly for myself, so the the Olympics, nice and simple. The two South Korean boys, Sanjay twenty five to one, Siwoo fifty five to one, and uh, over at the ISPS, I'm going for John Catlin, just to, for me the standout player, twenty eight to one, and uh, a little little saver bet on Jack Senior at fifties, and uh, funky bet is a double, uh, Siwoo Kim and. John Catlin each way pays about thirteen hundred and fifty to one, so I'm going for it all this week. Going for a hail mary, and uh, my not to win. Well, might is, as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Crazy weeks to go for a cra- crazy bet. And uh, not to win is uh, Colin Morikawa at the Olympics. Nice. And uh, yeah, mine's Cameron Smith, same as Donny. Um, I have uh, Joaquin Neumann. Um, so Cameron Smith was twenty to one. Neumann twenty two to one. Jonathan Vegas, 50 to 1. My funky bet is Sun Jaim and Siwoo Kim both to win medals. Um, and my will not win is Justin Thomas from the US. Uh, and my will not win is uh, Lottie Cano. <laughs> oh, Beautiful. Cano, yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah, thanks very much again, Craig. I'm sure we'll have you on again uh, in the future. Um, no, th- thanks very much, lads. I mean, it was, it was a pleasant surprise when Donnie asked me, oh, do you want to come on the show? I'm like, Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm getting there, but I'm not that household name. But yeah, fair enough. She's <laughs> rallying me on, not yet, not, not Yeah, yet, not yet. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to give a quick shout out there, Craig? Where where they can find you on online? Well, so I I run uh, I run the the Chasing Pars podcast. Uh, we are at Chasing Pars under slash pod on Twitter. So give us a follow and stuff. Uh, my co-host, my partner in crime on the show is Jamie Broadhurst. He is at JS under slash golfing tips. And I am at Thompson Golf 94. Uh, that's, that's me. And uh, yeah, I just chat shite basically and try to be controversial as anything on my Twitter page. So yeah, that's where Good you stuff. can find me. Same in all of us. Yeah. Nice one. So right. yeah, yeah, it's been a pleasure and thanks for having me on. Not a bad yeah, man. Good, good to chat to you. Very much. Cheers, bro. All, all the best, lads. Uh, yeah, have go a good on. week. Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, Playing golf, making every 20 footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it. Oh, John, he's spinning. done it again. This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion.